0: hello and welcome to bizpot on this week's episode we're discussing working from home enjoy
1: Hello there again. I am Louise Duncan and welcome back to BizPod. As always, I am joined by the illustrious Anton Winters.
0: Oh, too kind. It's quite fun as uh, this is our first time recording in 2021. New year, new me, and um, it's great to be back with BizPod.
1: Hmm. we've had some brilliant episodes that have gone out over the festive period. And yeah, it's good to sort of get get back into it, really.
0: Yeah, and I, I think this is always a, a very exciting time in business, um, th- you know, especially just even on LinkedIn, um, you know, a lot of people are getting their, you know, they're getting their LinkedIn cleaned up, they're starting new ventures, uh, and, you know, uh, you know, from afar, you know, that might seem as like one person, um, you know, just updating their account, but that could be somebody really upping their kind of entrepreneurial game, and it's kind of great to, to see people taking that initiative
1: yeah, it's always funny seeing people's um commitment to New Year's resolutions where you sort of see, ah, there's a whole load of commitment now, but um, how long will that last? I think, yeah, if if this is something you want to do this year, get involved and, and sort of throw yourself in. But, you know, do remember nothing's forcing you to do it and, and you should only really be doing it if you want to.
0: Yeah, it's... um. It's quite amazing where in which with uh, I, I, I did see on LinkedIn it was statistics from um, Brewdog uh, that basically mm. people this year have decided dry January that that's not my thing. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently yeah. record low numbers for people uh, taking that challenge. But nevertheless, um, this week we're actually talking about something I think uh, will hopefully apply even if you're you're not got a business at the moment mm. or even if that's not something you you're kind looking at. Uh, general in the future. um, As we're, we're chatting about work from home which I think is very prevalent to a, a lot of our lives uh, regardless of uh, entrepreneurism.
1: Yeah we've both had very different experience of working from home just in general and I think a little bit of uh, when we were both working during uni sort of fits into this and then of course over the last year how all that working was so we'll sort of talk through and it's quite funny we'll talk through some of the systems that we use that are now currently not allowed as of date of recording not allowed um so who knows if any of that will come back but um we will have to see as time goes on as always please remember to stay safe <laughs> But yeah, today we're just chatting about our experience of working from home. Do you want to start or shall I start?
0: Um, Yeah, let, let's kind of start because obviously we both had slightly more experience of this kind of mm. lifestyle um, before we, we kind of got into our current uh, world situation. Where I find it funny, it was, you know, I remember points where it was like I was the only person in a room that had tried working from home or done it for a period of time. I, I think my last um out and about permanent job would have been like 2015 and it's been you know media uh freelance and a lot of stuff like that there's been a couple times where i've been uh with uh basically full time at my client's uh work location but for the most part i've done that for a while and it's um It's been interesting to see that change as of time, especially with uni, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, well, I think so much, and you sort of, you nailed it there, so much of freelance work you often have to do from home. Um, And it's often not worth uh, getting an office space or, you know, renting somewhere because you you typically can do all your work from home. Or if you're maybe a soul trader and what you do is sort of tiny little crafting or whatever, often you'll just be doing the work from home anyway. And sadly, long gone are the days of rocking up with a laptop to a coffee shop <laughs> um, mm. and sitting there for hours. But yeah, I think I know that was something interesting that we found when we were doing uni was not only did we have to do our freelance work from home, but both of us typically did more uni work at home. Um, I think that was something that we noticed in our friends who were sort of always on campus found they could only focus on campus and it's like, well, we've both been working for home for years now. It's sort of no different whether we're doing editing or writing an essay. It, it was about, you know, both having an office space or like a designated area, a clean environment, a place to work. And I think healthy home work habits were really important. We both sort of made and got those back in the, back in the uni days. Um, we can, I know we can now say that we graduated last year it feels nuts Madness. Um, we're getting real old but yeah that that was all sort of part of you know getting us ready for the world that we are in today wouldn't you say
0: yeah you know it's I think we're, we're kind of both fortunate that we've done this enough where I think a lot of working from home is understanding how to keep yourself motivated and non-distracted um, you know, I, I know for myself having a clean workspace and a tidy workspace where, you know, there's not like 50 things on my desk <laughs> I could fidget with at any time or, uh, you know, uh, you know, a collection of books like right near my hand that I could grab and start reading. That's stuff that helps me and, you know, it might be slightly different for everyone. It might, make, might be a case of making sure that the lights in the room aren't too fatiguing over the full day. Um, you know, this is stuff that in a, a workplace, you know, you know, the the fact that there's not, you know, 50 video games at the end of the office was probably, yeah. you know, not intended, but um, does help uh, relieve some of that, you know, distraction and ease you into the kind of working mindset.
1: Yeah, I think as well, it's interesting that you say distraction because I know I've got a few things ab- sort of about my desk and stuff, but they're more... You know, it's pictures and it's familiar things. They're not necessarily distractions. I think you're right in saying something about cleanliness and tidiness. Um, You know, your office at home, you've got to treat it like an office at a workspace. So there has to be like a level of presentableness. I definitely can't work in a messy or dirty workspace. I've always got to make sure that it's nice, you know, not only tidy, but clean. Um, Because that's something that really bothers me. Just, just you know, you don't want to be sat there in filth all day. Mm. And so even if that becomes part of the morning routine, is tidying up or cleaning up, that that is equally as important a habit to make as being able to stay focused, I would say. Um, yeah. But also things like, you know, if you've been sat down for multiple hours, making sure you stand up and go for a bit of a walk, you know, double-checking your back, making sure you've got a good chair. We We are both quite good with this, of always having, like, water or juice um to hand staying hydrated because especially when you're editing and you're just looking you know sat in the dark looking at glowing lights on a monitor you can start to forget that you're human and you need liquid and so all of that is part of learning you know what it is to work from home
0: yeah and you know I, i know some people you know who have maybe relished and you know love the the working environment whether that you know can be for you know social aspects of being able to hang out and converse with peers uh but i think if you're able to you know look on the, the bright side you know you can optimize it to your liking if you want to have your espresso machine on your desk for mm-hmm. easy access you know there's you, there's no big boss man kind of stopping you from doing it Talking you have that power personal experience there well Anton. no <laughs> <laughs> Um, But Mm. yeah, you can totally just go in there and, you know, optimize your experience. If you're more comfy, just like sitting with a laptop and a lounge chair, you know, that can be a system that works for you and, you know, you have that option. So, you know, feel free to like, you know, just do what you think would help you get the work done.
1: Uh, Yeah, I think that's an interesting one. Um, And I know especially I will have days where I can be quite sore or where I'm very tired. But sort of my mind is still ready to work. And so in those cases, I'm able to sort of set up my bed and then be working from bed. Or I can make the living room nice and cozy, softer on the sofa, then I can kind of curl up and do work there. But also, if I really am not doing well, I'm able to tell you quickly and I don't have to go anywhere. There's no commute into the office to then realise you're ill i think just generally over the the pandemic there's been a much better understanding of sort of personal health i don't know mm. if you'd agree with that
0: yeah I, I completely get what you're saying where i know especially with uh, academic staff mm. uh, i've noticed a trend as you know before it was you know yeah message them any hour of the day do you know that's fine message them at 4 p.m hopefully um or like five, five six p.m yeah, they should be able to get back to you at seven. You know, that's part of the extended work hours. But mm. now, you know, in that case, and this will apply to many other fields, it's like, yeah, no, they, they'll just be gone for a couple hours. That's fine. They, you know, these days they're off. They won't be checking their emails at all. Where I think before when it was like, yeah, you know, they had their X amount of hours in office and then their belt on email has kind of moved away as we can become more conscious that people just can't be on tap every hour of the day.
1: Yeah, we definitely in first year, someone had sent an email asking for something and got the reply at 3 a.m. two days later. And we were all like, 3 (laughs) a.m. two days later. It was, we were sort of, we couldn't quite put together how this lecturer had decided that now is the time, (laughs) you know, Mm. or how it had gotten to that point. But I think you're right, the self-management. And that was definitely something that I wanted to talk about this episode. And I guess it's a little different for us because we are directly our own bosses and we manage our own time. But it is incredibly easy with working from home to overwork. Incredibly easy. Even if you're taking, you know, maybe slightly longer lunches or you're taking, you know, a little bit of coffees every now and then. Um, it is so easy because it's your house you know there's no commute there's no going anywhere that you can just sit and um get sort of swept away and disappeared into work so if it, that is something that you're doing and especially it looks like you'll be working from home um, for a longer period of time please be aware of how easy it is to kind of get swept away
0: yeah and I think that there's many things that will help that and I think one thing that will Help you get the, into the idea of, you know, this is, you know, a job where I think it's so easy, as you say, Louise, where, you know, if you're just into it and, you know, it's your own business and you've got all your cards on the table to be, you know, working, let's say, every hour of every day or, you know, working for like four, four hour blocks and, you know, just working basically up till midnight, but just in tons of four hour blocks. And, you know, even if you did like a four hour block in the morning, a four hour block in the, like, Like, let's say eight till uh, yawn hours, you know, you're basically going to feel like you've not had any time off. You're going to burn yourself out if you just break up. So, being able to maybe try and keep to, let's say, a nine till five or an eight eight till four will really help you, you know, when you get to that time. At the end of the day, you don't have to worry about work at all. You're not jumping into a draft when you have a, a new idea or you know, tidying up a sketch, or a drawing, or a logo, or whatever you're working on.
1: Yeah, and I think there's some interesting advice that um, I've taken from my dad, who has sort of in you know my lifetime almost always worked from home. Um, especially as we've moved, that's always been really handy. But definitely, when we lived in a more remote area, he was still able to do his specialist work, but also still able to see his kids during the day or or at the end of the day at weekends, things like that. And I know something he's he's sort of gotten into some very healthy habits of, you know, always going for an hour walk once a day, whether that is at lunchtime or whether that's after work or even sometimes in the morning just before work. There's things like that of getting out of the house, especially if you are inside working all the time and then maybe at the weekend you're just zonked. It is important to sort of go out of your house again that that sort of seems a little contrary with the world that we're in. Um, But I think things like fresh air, outdoors, you know, even if it is just to the shops, maybe you can walk to your local shops. um, Sort of getting your body moving is really important, especially when you're sat at your desk. I know the setup that I currently have, without even particularly stretching my arms too much, I can reach my desk and my bed. Uh, I could pretty much just roll into work from my bed. Uh, And sometimes I do. Um, but, you know, I'm very conscious that I don't want to become a blob person <laughs> and so that involves actively engaging my physicality. I try and do a bit of a warm up in the morning and then I try and always go for a walk. Not only because like sunlight is so good and important for you, um, but also just fresh air and movement. Uh, And it can be again, it can be easy to forget those things if you've never had to encompass that in your routine, because maybe you do a walk to the bus every morning, you know, in your commute, or maybe you had always, you know, walked back from work or something like that. Those little habits are really important to bring into your new working life.
0: Yeah, and I I think this was something I've uh, always been uh, somebody who lacked at where it was like yeah, open a window. I you know I do some kind of uh, weight exercise in the flat, but even then it was the thing for me that was uh, that broke the camel's back was actually getting sunlight on my skin. You know mm. that's uh, you 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 need that. Uh, it really helps, and um, kind of part of that I think can really help is just having a good morning routine where. You know, you're, you're kind of getting up, uh, you're kind of getting into, quote unquote, the office at this right time, <laughs> the metaphysical, yeah. uh, ever uh, expanding office that is the uh, working from home. And, you know, you're taking that time to ease yourself in, have a good breakfast, maybe go out for a walk if you want that first thing. You know, some people, you know, they're, they're still a little bit sleepy until they get that like fresh bit of cold air at uh, the back of their throat as they walk outside. You know, mm. it's whatever works for you best.
1: And and I've seen some really interesting stuff about healthy sleeping habits, which involve the requirement of sunlight on your face in the morning. Um, I know that the country that me and Anton are currently in, which is Scotland, if you didn't know, um, there are times of the year where it basically never becomes fully night. We get twilight and then it starts getting full daylight again. Um, and then there's also parts of the year where the sun sort of starts rising at, at kind of nine-ish and then sets at about four mm. and you are constantly in darkness for that work day, you know, no matter how good you are at getting out as there will be darkness and so that can, I I have personally found, can really affect how I feel about being sat locked inside my house or my bedroom all day. Um, Often my office has had to be, or my desk space has had to be in my bedroom. And so part of that is like, yeah, making a conscious effort so that at lunch I go out and I'm doing this or, or you know, not to try and spend lots of money, but sometimes I will go out and pick up lunch and then that's like an added effort of getting me out there. We used to do a bit better when we were able to see each other. Um, we would often try and do a meetup at least once a week as part of, a, you know, reconnecting, not in like a physical way, but there's something about being sat in the room with a person that isn't quite the same when you're always, say, on a Discord call or on a Zoom call. Yeah. That is equally very important. Human connection, you know, is so important to people. And I think especially over the last year that we have had, don't underestimate that either. Is this just me making lists of things not to underestimate? I feel like it is. (laughs) It
0: it was quite nice. And I I think once we're, uh, currently we are in full-blown lockdown, but once, you know, you're in kind of a halfway step it is nice to try and strike a little bit of a balance, especially if you're in a, a small company or a, a partnership, such as ourselves, where you know having that, you know, meet up for coffee once is really nice. Where you know it's a little bit easier to maybe let's talk about the more pressing issues that you might need to deal with, whether that be financial or uh, kind of intense projects or kind of you're wanting to brainstorm or whatever that be. Because you know you can do body language on you know your video conferencing hmm. but uh you know a lot of your hands are cut off the bottom of the frame unless you've got it placed very nicely so it's a lot of shoulder uh body language which um, you know i'm still working on personally. <laughs> <degrees>.
1: lots of <laughs> eyebrow body language mm, eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> definitely um and yeah i think it is interesting that something i've gotten a little bit into the habit too. um is that my my flatmate goes out to work so i sort of have the the house to myself um <laughs> And I found that we have some friends that live near enough nearby that we can often go for a walk at lunchtime because mm. everyone's sort of off a little bit at lunch. And just that reconnecting with a human because I'll kind of be alone all day and then my flatmate comes back and is, of course, equally as tired from working all day. And there's something in that of we can sort of be tired together but then you can also get a bit grumpy. And so it's like, yeah, well, what is, what is healthy activities that you can do with either socialising with others or... You know, we'll do a call at night with some friends or trying to connect with people, not necessarily in new ways, but in ways that can sort of be beneficial for everyone. Definitely ties together not only the working from home experience, but the pandemic experience. I'm quite excited to figure out again what, what working from home and not a pandemic is going to be like.
0: Yeah, and you know, it, it hopefully will be nice. There, there was phases uh, with Nakamedia LP when things were at their, their best um, mm. after the, the first uh, pandemic, uh, not pandemic, lockdown. After the and first pandemic. Yeah, we're, we're on to the sequel now. <laughs> it's oh much harder. No. Pandemic um, electric boogaloo. Exactly. Where, you know, we were able to take advantage of some you know, co-working initiatives where, you know, at BrewDog, which uh, have a bunch of locations, we were going there and they had basically mm. a desk, dogs, desk dog initiative where, you know, you pay a little bit more up front, but you get a bunch of like unlimited teen coffees. Um, Which you love. Yeah, that was great. A beer that the two tea toolers didn't drink. Uh, <laughs> but we got a desk for a day. Uh, and I know yeah. I'm starting to see that kind of trickle down to smaller places. Uh, I know there's a, a nice cafe in uh, one of our, our local seaside towns that have started doing a very mm. similar initiative. Um, and, you know, there are kind of general just places where you can rent an office for like, a day for like £15 so if you're able to once things get a little bit more normal look for stuff like that I know for ourselves we became uh, we really benefited from being able to just hang out and just co-work in many ways
1: I think as well we've got to remember that maybe not the core part of the work we do but the main product that we sell often involves practical physical work that we do this video production And so typically, before shoots, me and Anton organize stuff in person, um, is I think there's often so many little minute details that we both kind of have to plan or organize that it's very hard to do that with separate spreadsheets online. It's often something we have to do physically, Um, you know, in person, should I say. And that's really been it has really been good that we were still able to do that for a long time, that we'd be able to have like a meeting once a week and talk, okay, what are the projects? What do we need to do? Or that we were just able to see each other. Um, But I think, you know, of course, safety first is most important. But it was interesting how you'd sort of look forward to those meetings because there was that added personal sort of life (laughs) bit to it.
0: Uh, Hopefully in a situation where you can this could, uh, you know, co-working experiences like that uh, can hopefully add uh, a little bit more to your working from home, especially if you're kind of a small business like us where we don't have an office uh, and it doesn't look like we'll be allowed in other people's homes for a very long time, mm. uh, can make things a, a lot easier uh, in that regard. And I, I think what we found quite useful is obviously, you know, you there are many... Um, conferencing and video call services, you know, your Teams, your Google Meets, your uh, Zooms and such. But what we found quite useful is using Discord um, in particular, where it's, uh, you know, very much a video call and you can do the your video calls and your audio only calls, but uh, it isn't like you have to schedule them in. You can dip in and out, which I found, at least for myself, a, a lot more useful than, let's say, just arranging 50 Zoom calls a day.
1: Well, it is quite interesting because we sort of come from a slightly different generation of the types of technology that we use. That I know back in the day, I never really used Skype for gaming. It was things like TeamSpeak or uh, not Bumble, I can't remember the name of it, but there's different services that sort of you either pay or buy a server, pay for a server. And then there's kind of a call is hosted and people can jump in and jump out from anywhere in the world. Now, we wouldn't use Discord for client talks. Of course, yes. For the two of us it's it's really great space that we can organize and share files. Um we're able to, yeah, oh, can you jump on real quick and then we're both there? Or we can also separately agree on a time when we want to do our call, both be on, things like that. Um it's sort of really helpful, but also it means that we can kind of what we have started doing is sort of co-working while we're both on the call. So we can kind of chat if we need be, almost as if we were (laughs) together in one space and trying to kind of emulate those behaviours have sort of helped in some ways of, you know, maybe halfway through a meeting. Oh, yes, remember, we've got to do that. Or if something comes up, an email or something that's really quite important that we both have to look at, we can just jump on really quickly. Um, You know, again, as if we were next to each other in some capacity
0: absolutely and you know it's it's quite handy in that way you know it, you can do those little wee small interactions that you would do if you were just in the, the same room where you know if you're off working on two different things uh, let's say you're designing a website and you're like oh i'm thinking you know the search button should be yellow and uh, you know that is a, a conversation that wouldn't be worth a call but at the same time mm-hmm. you don't want to stop what you're doing to open up you know whichever messaging service to send that off but being able to just ask it while you're doing it Uh, and that co-working capacity, uh, it just makes things so much easier. And obviously that can be extended to uh, a whole uh, wide variety of methods. Um, Mm. But to kind of shuffle on, and also we're in quite a fortunate position in terms of working from home. Uh, It can be a little bit harder. Obviously a lot of people have been thrown into this, um, having not really been prepared for and not having the kind of spaces. Obviously we we do like, video games and having a nice uh, reasonably <laughs> yeah, powerful we've computer got setups. Uh so we had uh, a little bit of, you know, ease into it, but it can be a little bit harder if you let's say you don't have even a a computer. Uh I know a lot of people have just had to rapidly get one very quickly. Uh there's queues outside Currys, and you know, it's a, a harder time for some people.
1: Mm. Well, or if your company has maybe given you a computer and that's great, but you don't have a desk space. You know, and maybe your dining table isn't so great or, you know, the chairs aren't very comfortable Um, investing in cushions and pillows and better chairs or a desk and stuff like that. I know that I'm currently trying to get a desk upgrade and there's no desks anywhere <laughs> um, and I'm very grumpy about that. Um, But, you know, I've got something which is very functional for now, so I, I don't want to complain. I just need more space. um. But it's that kind of thing that everyone has sort of surged for this kind of stuff. And so everyone's got these habits. I, again, I guess this is something that we were talking about that uh, it's not that we had a heated conversation, but I think we found that we had quite different opinions on is that um, noise distractions is something very different. I know you're often working with sound canceling headphones on when as i find that quite or i find especially if i have earplugs or stuff i find that really disorientating that i sort of i need to hear my environment um or you know if you've got children or family or other people you know do you shut yourself off fully no don't interact with me or is it about you know maybe the door is slightly open and people can ask for stuff if they need it and then you can go back to work um we sort of had quite differing opinions on that
0: yeah, it was uh, it's quite fun yesterday where my, my fire alarm in my flat went off and I had no idea. Uh, I was none the wiser until I got tapped in the shoulder. I thought it was just part of my, my song. But nevertheless... Um, <laughs> oh, you're <yet>, going to die. <laughs> I know. It's it's a great, you know, real good sound cancelling, real bad health hazard. Um, A problem for another slightly more crispy day, I'm sure of it. Um, But nonetheless, um, you know... I think in many ways here, you can take um, mobile approaches here. As you say, we, we kind of take different approaches on it where, you know, I think if you're somebody who's maybe got somebody you're caring for mm. um, or even if you, you had a partner who was maybe uh, struggling with disabilities, you know, where before maybe not a full-time care or such, you can now lend a hand, Uh, you know, even if it's a, a small thing uh, that doesn't distract from your work too much. You know, that might be brilliant you might be somebody who just needs to be you know in your own little world free from distractions you know you used to work in a you know a white room with no doors uh, you know now you can you know if that's your kind of thing setting it up so you can be completely immersed maybe mm-hmm. in your own separate room uh, and kind of uninterrupted uh i think there's definitely conversations to be had with whoever you're staying with whether that be roommates Mm. Uh, family members uh, or otherwise to just be like hey this is the the work i'm needing to do these are the requirements i need to kind of get it best done what 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 do you need how are you doing things how are you coping and then try to figure out a compromise where it's like all right you you have the dining room i'll take like the living room and then Mm. that's how we do it or however it would be
1: yeah and and it's about that communication isn't it of you know if maybe you you two are now both having to work from home uh, I have often heard from partners that they really quite enjoy sort of working next to each other but you know if one's got a mechanical keyboard and the other's doesn't that can really put you off a sort of loud clacking away I know that for me, I can sort of work in groups or by myself. That doesn't necessarily matter. But if I'm having a break or, you know, if I'm trying to grab lunch or something, I will often want to connect with a person because that's sort of what I like to do in my my sort of off pause time. And so if I am just sort of isolated alone for that whole time, I can kind of get a bit um, moldy, so to speak so that's that's i need to understand that that's what i need in a workspace or during my working life is sort of socialization
0: indeed and i think uh, to to help quickly backstep a second if you are working from home um as an employee um it is completely worth it to just ask your employer for stuff like quite often mm-hmm. especially if it's a bigger company like if you're doing let's say working for you know, you know a much larger company. You can literally <laughs> just be like, "Hey, can I get like fifty quid to just buy a chair?" And, um, you know, I'm working on my bed. It's not working. I'm hunched mm-hmm. over. You know, that might be very like a very small sum for the company you're working for. And if you're you're struggling to get that money at the moment, say things have been a lot tough, tougher. I know some people. You know, they may have moved to working from home, but they might have had reduced hours. Um employers may be able to help and who knows it might be even a situation where they already have this stuff and you can maybe go into the office to let's say grab a chair grab a laptop a keyboard a mouse even a mm. monitor whatever it could be uh, those options are hopefully out there for you
1: yeah luckily i think because this sort of everyone's now working from home um and a lot of people are now having to be shielding and having to be much more careful um at least particularly where we are there will be an understanding if there are resources that you don't have that you need and it isn't just about spending all that money on it. It is, yes, there must be somebody who's out there to help. Even checking charity stores will often have a decent chair or a decent desk. You know, if you don't have anything, that is a great place to get um, a base level of, of office uh, supplies. Even just stuff like proper lighting. If you're working in somewhere that's really dark all day and you're looking at a screen when you sort of emerge at the end of the day, um, it can be really bad for your eyes and stuff. It's not gonna make your eyes go square, I mean, but it's not great for your eyes in the long run to just be staring at monitors all day forever. Um, sadly, as it turns out. Sorry Anton.
0: Can't I can't believe it, my my three monitors of eye destruction. <laughs> what what a waste of investment. But um yeah, and you know, as we're kind of coming to a close, one tip I, I would highly recommend um is that, you know, if you're, you know, working from home and doing let's say, a, a, you know, a bunch of random Google searches uh, of, you know, stuff that is like work-related, but it's not your own personal stuff. Really handy if you just have a separate web browser, you know, doesn't mix. So for instance, using Google Chrome, if you use, uh, you know, Microsoft Edge for your own personal stuff, keeping it separate. And as well as that, having a VPN. So, you know, uh, you know the data is not tracked to you individually. So, if you know, even if you turn it off for the end of the day, just have it there for the work stuff. So, you know, it isn't, you know, coming in there suggesting that, you know, all you want to see is adverts for cars because you work in a car retailer or a car salesman who occasionally looks up facts on cars. Mm. Being able to keep that separate from your own personal identity, even on your personal hardware, will really help you kind of keep that work life balance a little bit easier.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um and remember you know if you're in a bigger company a lot of your other uh work, workplace colleagues will be going through this too and they may have some tips that are particularly good for office related things you know if you're all having to use a program which just doesn't seem to work so great when you, nobody's in the office talk to them see see what how they can help um i think one of my big tips uh, i find really helpful is to still do meal prep Um, so that at lunchtime I just have to grab my food and eat it rather than spending all this time cooking because I thought, oh, I've got my kitchen, I've got my space, I can do it. No, it's actually really good to keep those habits. Um, Not only is it a bit cheaper and a bit more organised, it means at lunch I've got time to go out for a walk or to properly take time away from my workspace and really sort of get ready for the next bulk of working.
0: Absolutely. And I, I think that's the thing is, you know, just keeping it as close as you can to you know a somewhat consistent work life hmm. you know it means that you know if you want to go out for that walk to get fresh air you don't feel like it's taken away from time because you know you've allocated that time towards it or um, you know you've already done all the work you need for the day uh, and i think that can go from you know start to finish with having that good morning schedule taking your regular breaks and then looking after yourself once the day is done it is all very important uh, and I think, you know, going forward, obviously working from home will be very important uh, hopefully it'll get a little bit easier and you can go ahead and do what we said about finding these co-working spaces uh, and, you know, asking your fellow colleagues and people uh, that you're working with that if, you know, if they're maybe in the local area should go for walks uh, and you can have that small bit of social interaction. Um, obviously we're all learning right now but uh, hopefully on this episode of BizPod we've been able to pass on uh, a little bit of our knowledge, our experience, also we've been at it for a little bit longer Um, in terms of working at home generally. It's a little bit harder and different now but uh, hopefully we could and pass on uh, some knowledge.
1: Yes, and if you would like to tell us anything about how your experience has worked um, from working at home please do contact us. Uh, what's the email that they can contact us at, Oh,
0: that would be contact at uk and of course we are also on a bunch of social media sites where you can get in contact and see what we're up to. At
1: in- Oh, sorry. Yes, indeed, that is at NACA Media LLP on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. We're always up for hearing from you, whether it's just, you know, I've enjoyed this or I've listened to it or, you know, you want to give it a share, please do let us know.
0: Yep, and, um, you know, as per tradition, if you are wanting to, to send us uh, a scroll... <laughs> Our our Ravens are working extra hard with the the second lockdown. So they're very busy. So make sure to get in there early with your scroll order. Uh, And we'll be reading that very soon. Uh, Excited to see what the, the Ravens pick up for us now.
1: Amazing. And thank you so much for listening. As always, stay safe.
0: Au revoir.